Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, promising job numbers as the unemployment rate falls to near pre-pandemic levels. Fastest decline in unemployment to start president's term ever recorded. 431,000 jobs added in March, the unemployment rate down to 3.6%. Despite rising inflation and the war in Ukraine, the monthly report reflects rising wages and employers in search of workers. War rages in Ukraine. Ukrainian forces go on the offensive and target Russian positions. Helping those in need, an American charity that's distributing life-saving supplies in Ukraine. Big city violence, what law enforcement is doing to combat the rise in crime. Capital riot punishment, an Alabama man with a, quote, small armory of weapons gets nearly four years in prison. Speaking out, the producer of the Academy Awards breaks his silence and praises Chris Rock. First sister, we sit down with President Biden's sister and ask what she tells her big brother. Voting to unionize Amazon warehouse workers in New York deal a significant blow to the nation's second largest employer. This is a prime example uh, of what, what the power that people have when they come together. Since you've gone and away. on the road, the Grammy Awards have nothing on this love song. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Major Garrett in Fronora. By one measure, the American economy is surging to levels not seen since March of 2020. Today's job report from the Labor Department showed employers added another 431,000 jobs in March and the unemployment rate fell to a pandemic low of 3.6 percent. The Labor Department also revised its estimates from January and February, showing an additional 95,000 jobs. But by other measures, the U.S. economy is stuck in a rut. Rising inflation, supply chain bottlenecks, the pandemic and the war in Ukraine have in their own ways contributed to higher prices at the gas station and the grocery store. 
And for some Americans, these price increases have negated higher wages. And despite these challenges, the labor market has remained resilient, with employers adding more than 400,000 jobs for 11 straight months. In fact, some sectors of the economy now employ more people than prior to the pandemic. CBS's Carter Evans starts us off from Los Angeles. Carter, good evening. Good evening, Major. America is back in business. Most COVID restrictions are gone now. Businesses are ramping up and they're hiring. Today, President Biden was quick to take credit. Our economy has gone from being on the mend to being on the move. Americans are also back on the move. Some of the strongest job gains are in leisure and hospitality. At the same time, employers can't fill jobs fast enough. There are nearly two job openings for every unemployed worker. And people are still quitting jobs at near record rates, roughly 47 million last year. Most quitters are job switchers. Nick Bunker is an economist at job search website Indeed.com. New projects means new project managers. It's still very much a worker's market. Whether you're unemployed or you currently have a job, there's lots of options out there right now. Sounds like you're saying quitters do win in this case. Sometimes quitters prosper. I told her I wasn't doing this anymore. I said it wasn't for me. You quit? Yeah, I quit. Ethan Rose used to work at a hotel for $15 an hour. They were disrespectful. Um, All the employees were stressed out, so nobody really got along with each other. When he logged on to job placement app Instawork. There are places you can go where the managers will treat you great, so you can get paid what you deserve. That's a pretty heavy competitor. His new job pays $25 an hour. Overall, average wages are up 5.6% over last year. Having a big increase sounds great until you realize that inflation's running at about 8%. Any increase in wages has to be taken in context here. Absolutely. I mean, look, it hurts people who make less money because a bigger portion of their total income is going to energy and is going to food and is going to rent. Right now, inflation is the number one concern across the country. A new Gallup poll reveals that Americans are more concerned about inflation now than at any time since 1985. Major? Carter Evans, thank you so much. Now to Ukraine, where hundreds were able to escape the hard-hit city of Mariupol today, but a larger planned evacuation was delayed amid constant Russian shelling. Meanwhile, there are signs the Ukrainian counteroffensive is expanding. Here is CBS's Holly Williams. Ukraine has denied any involvement in this attack on a Russian oil depot in the city of Belgorod. But a U.S. official confirmed to CBS News they were Ukrainian helicopter gunships. Inside Ukraine, Russian troops have retreated in some areas. And around the capital, Kiev, Ukrainian forces are clawing back territory. On this highway, the Russians have left death and destruction. Cars riddled with bullets and bodies. Some have been burned, perhaps an effort to cover up war crimes. They deliberately burned them. They, they set on fire to hide, their, to hide what they did. In southern Ukraine, Colonel Sohi Ramashko told us his men recaptured the farming village of Mala Shesternia five days ago, killing some Russian troops and capturing others. So this is where they slept. The Russians' clothes and shoes are still here, even their cooking pots. Colonel Ramashko told us the Russian soldiers were used as cannon fodder, so short of food they looted from the locals. 
The Russians have war machines Ukraine can only dream of, but the Ukrainian soldiers are destroying them, including two armoured personnel carriers on this stretch of road. We'll defeat them, Colonel Ramashko told us. I feel victorious. But the Russians have also left behind deadly weapons. A field carpeted with anti-tank mines and an RPG warhead in the front yard of this home. So this is a Russian rocket? A Russian rocket, yeah. Vladimir Putin sent his soldiers to invade a country that wants to be free. And his war is killing both Ukrainians and Russians. Russian troops who were occupying the Chernobyl nuclear site have now withdrawn, according to Ukrainian officials. And they claim the Russian soldiers received significant doses of radiation because they dug trenches in the exclusion zone around the plant. Major. Holly Williams, thank you. Since the start of the war, no target appears to be off-limits to Russian fire, including dozens of medical facilities. Today, a Russian shell struck an oncology ward in Cherniv injuring three people. On this Sunday's 60 Minutes, CBS's Scott Pelley reports on an American nonprofit delivering medical supplies and training. In Ukraine today, hope must be imported. We found it in an abandoned factory where an American charity, the International Medical Corps, is distributing medical supplies. Everything's broken down exactly how you'd see it in, you know, in a pharmacy. For instance... Moxicillin, antibiotic, really, really useful. The IMC's Dr. John Roberts told us these boxes hold emergency supplies called an IHK, or Interagency Health Kit. And this would treat how many patients for how long? So the IHK as a total kit can treat 10,000 people for three months. We have uh, brought in tons and tons and tons of medical supplies, surgical equipment, medications, bandages, everything that you would need to not only do primary health care, but also to do surgery, to birth babies, to take care of pregnant women. You can watch Scott Pelley's full report Sunday night on 60 Minutes. Tonight, the death of a 12-year-old boy in New York City is underscoring not only the rise in violent crime in America's cities, but also the heartbreaking randomness of its victims. Today, Attorney General Merrick Garland vowed to get illegal guns off the street. Here is CBS's Nancy Chen. Bullet holes and shattered glass are what's left behind after a 12-year-old boy was killed when he and his family were caught in the crossfire of a shootout in Brooklyn between people and two other cars. To have a young boy uh, shot, and when you look at the video, it's horrific how it happened. And we're piecing together the pieces. The shooting is among the latest as violence spikes in New York City. So far in 2022, crime is up nearly 45% from last year. Nationally, homicide rates have risen by an average of 37% in the biggest cities. So far this year in Chicago, violent crime is up 36% and Los Angeles 6% compared to the same time last year. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland today theorized why juveniles appear to be committing more crimes. The leaders of the gangs don't want to face punishment, so they try to use a cutout of, uh, in this particular example that you're talking about, juveniles. As crimes continue to rise, the past few days have been deadly for law enforcement. Pennsylvania Police Lieutenant William Lebo was killed on Thursday while responding to a domestic disturbance call. Lebo was just one month away from retirement. 
and the surge in gun violence prompted Mayor Adams last month to relaunch a controversial NYPD task force to remove illegal guns off the streets and add more officers on patrol. Major? Nancy Chen, thank you. Workers at an Amazon warehouse in Staten Island, New York, voted to become the company's first unionized workforce in the United States. They are celebrating there and seeking longer breaks, paid time off for injured employees, and a wage of $30 per hour. An Amazon facility in Alabama held a separate vote on unionizing. The outcome there remains unsettled. Tonight, new details on what happened behind the scenes at the Oscars after Will Smith stunned the audience by slapping comedian Chris Rock. As CBS's Jerika Duncan reports, Smith was nearly arrested on the spot. Was telling me. Academy Awards producer Will Packer is speaking out for the first time about what happened moments after Sunday's infamous Oscar slap. Oh, wow! The LAPD came and needed to talk to Chris. They were saying, this is battery. We will go get him. We are prepared. We're prepared to get him right now. You can press charges. We can arrest him. But he says Rock declined to press charges and made light of the moment by saying... I just took a punch from Muhammad Ali, as only Chris can. Wow! The first time Oscars producer thought, like many who watched, that Smith and Rock were putting on an act. Once I saw Will yelling at the stage with such vitriol, my heart dropped. And I just remember thinking, oh no. The Academy claims it asked Smith to leave, but the actor refused. Packer says there were conversations among Academy leaders to have Smith physically removed. I said, Rock has made it clear that he does not want to make a bad situation worse. How was your weekend? Rock was back to doing stand-up this week, telling fans in Boston that he is still processing what happened. So, Okay. Packer credits Chris Rock for saving the Oscars. Chris handled the moment with such grace and aplomb, it allowed the show to continue. Now, Smith reportedly apologized to Academy leaders on a Zoom call. However, he is still facing disciplinary actions that could include uh, expulsions or suspensions from the Academy. Major. And the conversations continue. Jerika Duncan, thank you so much. When it comes to presidents, few can speak truth to power more than members of the family. Nora O'Donnell sat down with the first sister, Valerie Biden-Owens, to talk about her family's story of tragedy, resilience, and purpose. You're one of the few people that is not afraid to tell your brother when he's made a mistake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had to tell him anything lately where he's wrong? Uh, no. None sometimes of us are perfect. None of us are you know, perfect. It's, it's, sometimes it's the... It's the tone or the flipness of a remark. And I'll say, ah, that's a little harsh. What happens to Joe, and Joe goes on for a lengthy explanation, and you can see the other people, like, I want to kick him, Joe, stop talking. But he is so focused on answering the question that he sometimes other people don't get a chance to jump in or to end a speech because he's got one more thing to say. And here's one more fact. And people are interested, but sometimes it's just time to stop. So you tell him to be less loquacious? On occasions, yes. Yes, <laughs> that, is, that has happened on occasions. His off-script remark that Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power. Some called it a gaffe. Some people called it the unvarnished truth. 
What did you make of when he said it? First of all, when anybody says Joe's a gap, a gap is he speaks the truth. Joe had just come from spending the afternoon with moms and their children that have been families destroyed by what's happening in the Ukraine. That's Joe. He knows what uh, grief and that pain is. So when you heard people say, well, he's going to walk it back, you thought, no. He spoke as a father. He's real. The private man is the public person. There's no daylight. You can watch more of Nora's interview with Valerie Biden-Owens this weekend on CBS Sunday Morning. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. In a federal courtroom today, an Alabama man received one of the stiffest sentences so far in the Capitol riot prosecutions. 72-year-old Lonnie Kaufman was sentenced to 46 months in prison for bringing a small armory of guns, ammunition, and Molotov cocktails to Capitol Hill the morning of January 6, 2021. The nearly four-year sentence is the third longest for a Capitol riot defendant. The 1950 U.S. Census was made public for the first time today. The records now online provide remarkable details of more than 150 million Americans, including ages, addresses, occupations, salaries, birthplaces, even the number of hours worked per week. The 1950 Census had up to 38 questions compared to just nine for the 2020 version. Federal law required the census information be kept private for more than 72 years, and more than 25 million Americans on the 1950 census are still alive today. The nation's oldest national park ranger has hung up her hat. Ranger Betty Reed Soskin retired Thursday, about six months after celebrating her 100th birthday. Betty was herself a tourist attraction, telling stories about her work at a segregated union hall during World War II. And first matchups are set for the World Cup soccer tournament this fall in Qatar. The U.S. men's national team was placed in Group B alongside powerhouse England. They will play on November 25th. It will be a tough match, experts say. England is one of the favorites not only to win the group, but also the World Cup. This weekend's Grammy Awards are sure to include plenty of love songs, but none can top the one Steve Hartman found on the road. (laughs) I remember that. It's been 61 years of wedded bliss. But Mort and Susan Block of Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, say they're meant to be. Almost never was. Right. Not because of Mort. He knew he wanted to marry her from day one. It was just like that. It was instant for me. But Susan, not so much. I didn't have any grandiose feelings that it was going to go anywhere. To complicate matters, Mort was a sailor. And after that first date, he headed out to sea, where, on the bridge of the destroyer Hazelwood, he wrote a song for Susan. And my feelings were, I miss you more each day since you've gone away. The song was called My Love, and it worked its magic. My love. And then it went in a drawer, and it stayed there. 
enter my grandson. Then I was like, oh, what, what's that? Matt Block saw the sheet music and shared it with some friends. Everyone was like, damn, this is like, this is a hit. This is great. Matt works in the music industry. So he was able to gather some of the best studio musicians in the country. And together, they took that dusty old love song and made it sing. You never seem to know that I love you so. Mort's love song, originally intended for an audience of one, has now been played more than a million times on social media. I was floored. Running up and down the hall. It was unbelievable. And that is just the beginning. This fall, Mort Block, now 82, will grace the cover of an album featuring my love and other collaborations. Perhaps a Grammy next year. But for Mort and Susan, like couples everywhere, Cheers. the song of the year will always be their song. Steve Hartman, on the road, in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. Magic. Sunday on Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan's guests include Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky. And that's it for tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett in the nation's capital. Good night and have a great weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.